1: Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God.
2: And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Ramah Word of Faith, the Word Church.
1: You know, we've been talking about the promises of God in the last few days, and we we kind of left off the show here not too long ago, maybe yesterday, talking about the fact that there are privileges that come with being a member of the Hoyt family. There are privileges that come with being a member of the Haney family. And part of those privileges are just as simple as my daughters have keys to the house. My daughters can come into our house when my wife and I aren't there. They can get food out of the refrigerator. They can cook anything they want. They can go into their old bedroom and lay on the bed and watch TV and do anything they want to do. And they have the right to do that. Your children have the right to do that in your house. And we talked about the fact that we have somehow forgotten as the children of God that we have the right to the house, that he has given us the keys to the house. And we have the right to go in there, and when we're thirsty to get water, when we're hungry to get something, to eat, we have the right to be in the house. And yet, too often as Christians, we live as if we don't have the right. If my daughter showed up at our house, and we weren't there, and they were hungry, or they were thirsty, or they were whatever, they just go in. And in fact, if we showed up and they were out front, we'd say, why didn't you just go in? (laughs) Too many Christians are sitting out in front of the house not realizing they have the right to go in, and we could say, why don't you just go in? Why are you missing out on the promises of God? Why are you missing out on all the things that God has? Because you just don't go in. That just makes no sense that you didn't just go in. And they would probably say, well,
2: I didn't go in because... You wasn't here to tell me. Well, I don't have to be here to tell you as a child that, that's one of your inalienable rights. And and I was just reading here in Romans, and actually I just wanted to talk about Romans one seventeen. It says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, which it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And then I just bounced to Romans chapter eight. The latter part, starting at verse 14, for as many as are led by the spirit of God. Now I'm going to translate that into the word of God. These are sons of God. Sons doesn't mean gender. It means offspring. Sons of God. For you did not see, receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, the spirit himself. Uh Oh, the spirit himself, that's that Holy Spirit. We always talk about that comes and lives in us when we get born again. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirits that we are children of God. Oh, we are children of God. Yes. You need to call yourself that and act like that. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and join heirs with Christ. So that's who we are. And then there's one more scripture I want to look at real quick. Over in First uh, Peter chapter 1, verse probably 3. My Bible's still up here. Verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has beguided us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus of Christ from the dead to an inheritance. See, we have an inheritance. And this is the type of inheritance we have. Incorruptible and undefilable that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for us, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation. So we have an inheritance that's incorruptible. Meaning what God gave us, it can't be taken away. It's incorruptible. And he said it's reserved. Have you ever was going to Boise, Idaho, and you reserved a car or reserved a room? Last week. Could anybody else get that? No. Why?
1: They didn't have the right name. It was reserved for you. <laughs> that's what
2: I'm saying. They they what, they what didn't have the right name. So we have something. He says in... Peter, it's reserved. Reserved means can't nobody yeah, have it, but because
1: me. we have the right name, right? Name we got right, right, right. That's because us. It's because we right, have right, the right, right name. name, right, right. It's
2: that's in heaven because your name is when you get saved. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, which is located in heaven. <laughs> so that's why you can say, a Father," and He, my sheep, hear me, and they know my voice. He know whose his is his too. So he knows who's born again. God ain't dumb. He know, oh, yeah, they're in the family. They received Jesus as Lord and Savior. That now makes them an heir with me and a joint heir with my beloved son, whom I'm well pleased. And when God sees us, he sees Christ first because we're in him and he's in yeah. us. So, so yeah, you have to know what you have in Christ, and then you got to act like it. I, now, notice I didn't say feel like it because faith ain't a feeling. I didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing about
1: feel like well, see, it. See, our feelings betray us all well, the time. Well, cause but the feelings... guy who robs a bank at the moment he did it felt like it
2: well, well the feelings are connected to the senses and we walk by faith not by things pre- perceived by the senses and we want to feel everything i don't feel saved well i don't feel righteous he didn't say you feel he said just act like it the gesture he said live like it he didn't say feel like it because your feelings i tell people this you're always going to move in the direction of the most dominant thoughts dominant thoughts so it ain't about feeling it's about what's true if he says you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you say, well, not act like it. Start feeding on the word of God and increase Well, it. Which,
1: which brings us to another promise, which is in Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this, of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus. Christ. I noticed he
2: didn't say, be feel, feel like this. Com- he said, be confident.
1: Right. Be confident. <laughs> of he said, feel thing, like it. That he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion.
2: Meaning the day I got born again, that's when this good work done started.
1: And he's going to bring it. It's not going to be up Uh, to somebody else. He's going to bring it. Because greater
2: is he that's in me. Remember? He. His word. His word works mightily or effectively in those who believe, it says in Thessalonians. And there's
1: nothing that can separate us from his hand. There's nothing that can separate us from his love.
2: That's it. And, and you have to know that. That has to be truth for you. Because Jesus said, you know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And he, he said in John 6, my word is truth. So if he said that in his word about you, you have to stand in agreement with that. That's what faith is. Lord, I believe what you said in your word. And I'm going to act like it. No, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to act like I'm healed. Yeah, the symptoms are still here, but I'm going to still let my mouth say, by your stripes, I'm healed. And I'm going to praise you like the three lepers did as I go.
1: Well, see, I, I was talking to somebody the other day. You know, right now Ebola's in the news, and there's, there's always something. There's always something. Yeah, next month it will be something else. Right, some, and Ebola we'll still be here wait. trying to ignite your faith and on fire. Th- there's always going to be something. I was trying to tell somebody. There's always going to be something. Well, you know, there it's probably... Al-Qaeda. It, now it's ISIS. There's so, so now it's probably, it's
2: probably time for a financial crisis now.
1: Right. I'm, but I mean, there's always something. There's it's always something. something. Yeah. And I told him... Oh, no, no, am, no. This
2: summer, it was the riots in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's uh, always and, something.
1: And I told him, I said, I'm. my life is in God's hands. I am in God's hands. There is a day when my life is going to end. He knows when that is. But even at that moment, because death cannot separate us from him... I will remain in his hand, but that day will come, but I am in his hand now. I will be in his hand then. I Nothing can separate me from the love of God, so I don't have to worry. I got on a plane last week. I didn't worry about Ebola. I didn't worry about the plane crashing. I drove around Boise, Idaho. I didn't worry about being in a car crash. I didn't worry about any of that stuff. Because I am in God's hand. I don't have to worry. You got
2: his word in Matthew 6 where he commanded you, do not worry about your life.
1: Right. What you should eat, what you should drink. He's He's going to take care of me.
2: You seek first his way of doing things and I'm going to add all things to you. Protection. Because that comes with being in the family. He gives his angels charge over you and they keep you in all your ways. And in your pathway is life and there is no death. You have to. That's, that's what he said in his word. Well, if he's giving his angels charge over me, I'm gonna declare that. Thank you, Lord, that your angels encamp around me. They surround me, and in my pathway is life, and there's no death. No evil shall befall me. Neither shall any plague, Ebola, come near my dwelling. For the Lord has given his angels charge over me. You, got, if and i tell people, if one angel can't keep you, you can't be kept. Yeah, that's the army of the Lord, the angels. Remember, Jesus said, if I wanted to, guys, I could call what? How many angels and, and take care of this? It's nothing And there. And just because you can't see them don't mean they ain't real. Right. And then they can't come in human form. See, too.
1: And, the, and then the, we go back to another promise of the back Lord. To believing. So many people think, well, I'm on my own. I know. I have to worry about all these things because I'm on my own. I know I got angels
2: things. encamped around I me. I don't
1: worry about these things because I'm in the hand of God. I mean, you know, the Allstate commercial, you're in good hands. I'm in good hands. I'm in the best hands that you can be in and nothing can separate me from those hands. And so I don't have to be worrying about all these things that are going on and you don't have to go to Boise. You can be in Chico. You can be wherever you are listening. You can, you're in God's hands. Hey, here's the deal about angels. Satan even knows
2: that you have angels. Cause he told Jesus, remember he quoted the scripture on Jesus. He says, cast yourself off this because, uh, he, there's angels will catch you I'm paraphrasing He said something about his feet The angels are going to catch you And Jesus still said You know what it's written I should not tempt the Lord your God But we do have angelic forces From heaven watching over us Remember we have an inheritance They go about
1: doing God's will
2: Right And they go around The Bible says this That they they are here to minister To those who have inherited salvation There's that inherited word again Angels are here to minister to us and I'm just not in word, but minister means to protect us. We have that. So when you get on a plane, you need to thank the Lord. For start speaking of the angels. Release that out of your mouth. You go to a hospital, don't think, oh, is sickness is going to get on me. No. Speak what he says. No weapon that's formed. I go into the hospitals, Richard. You know what I start doing? Releasing the presence and the power of healing in that place. Because greater is he that's still in me. And, and I understand that as he is, so am I. And for this cause will the Son of Man manifest that he may destroy the works of the devil. The devil brings sickness, disease, poverty, well, see, all these negative things. He brings that, not the Lord. There's
1: lots of Christians that go into a hospital thinking the only people that can help anybody there is the doctors and nurses. No, no, no.
2: We can go in there because we're Jesus. We're little Jesuses. We're the body of Christ. We're ambassadors. So we go in there. When I go in there, I just start speaking. You know, I say it quietly. I release the presence of the power of the Lord the presence of healing in this place. Remember, I use the name, Jesus' name, Yahshua's name. That's the name that heaven and earth and under the earth respond to. I don't go in there releasing the name of Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. I release the name of Jesus, even though your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. But I go in there releasing the name of Jesus because he told me anything you ask in my name. right? That's according to my will. I understand that healing is according to your will because Jesus demonstrated it.
1: You know, and that's what you're talking about. I, maybe it was yesterday, maybe it was earlier in the show about the reservation at the hotel or the reservation mm-hmm. for the car. I had the right name. Right. See, it was that name that got the reservation. And, and they cross-referenced. They cross
2: reference my name. Remember, Paul I know. Jesus I know. But who are you? Let me cross reference. Yeah, your name. Yeah, you in the lineage. Yeah. Because you be able to. I mean,
1: my name was in that computer. Said right. I had a car. So I had the right name we have the right name Jesus Christ that at,
2: at that name every niche ball is are good right and every niche bow and every tongue confess he said he's given him the name that's above every name on heaven on earth and under the earth I think that pretty much covers it he said this is my beloved son he gave him the name and we have a right to use that name. And then you Philippians
1: 19, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Jesus Christ. It's all in, in Christ. You got the name. You See, got I, the name. I needed a car. I had the right name. You know what, Richard? I got one.
2: That's a whole nother show on the name. We could right. do a show just on the name. And a lot of people don't understand how to declare the name of Jesus. Or here's another one. Plead the blood of Jesus. Because there's power in the blood, too. And just in the natural, just like power in
1: the blood. Right, right.
2: And and in the natural, we know right now, if you sit there and bleed out, it's over for you. It's curtains. Well, Jesus bled out for our sake. (laughs) And there's power in the blood. So we get to plead the blood. I plead the blood over my children, over my ministry, over my finances. Yeah, because I know God takes the foolish things. And he says the blood is still vibrant and we overcome by the blood of the All lamb the
1: things that are not right. as if they and,
2: were. in Re- revelations say we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony i'm gonna plead that blood and the word of my testimony is the word of god which is the truth i'm gonna declare that every day about my situation my family my children my children's children, children my ministry my businesses i'm gonna i'm gonna exalt god in the situation and he's gonna watch over his word to perform it i just gotta open my mouth Remember, you, we referenced the other day about the, the, the 12 leaders. I call them pastors. <laughs> Ten of them came back with an evil report. Two of them came back and, and spoke in line with the word of God. It, it, God will deliver us over here. He will going to see us through, And uh, that's what we have to do as Christians. We got to learn what thus said the Lord, learn the promises, and start just reopening our mouth. We open our mouth for everything else.
1: I like what you said there. He'll see us through. Because when you read Jude, verse 24, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. He is able to present us as faultless. He is the one who's going to keep us from stumbling. He is the one. See, and this goes back to the power of the Holy Spirit. We're not on it on our own. We're not in this on our own. We're not trying to operate by our own strength. It's the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling in us that he will be able to keep us from stumbling. He will present us faultless before the throne. And it's in him all of these things happen. We need to, once again, as Christian people, start to believe again, it's not about me. It's not about how good I can be, how good I can try to live, how good I can try to act. It's about the Holy Spirit indwelling in me he will see me through. So when times get tough, He will see me through. When the bills seem to be piling up, He will see me through. When whatever it is in your life that's going on right now that seems to be bigger than you, and you wonder if you'll be able to get through it, you wonder if you'll be able to see your way to the end, realize that it, He is the one. He will be able to keep you from stumbling. He will be able to present you fall it's all through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's all through the power of Jesus that we're able to do the things that he has well, called us And that's us why,
2: to do. you know, Jesus revealed something to us in Mark eleven twenty two. He said, have faith in God. And just before he told the disciples that, they had, he had just demonstrated to them something that seemed to be supernatural. He spoke to a fig tree and it withered up the previous day and then they came back through there the next day and say wow master jesus the tree you curse spoke negative words over has withered away and all jesus was said yeah have faith in god basically he was saying have the god kind of faith and, and believe what god said god told me i can do this and guess what he sent me to tell you you can do the same thing and i was just looking at this scripture over in first uh, peter chapter four verse 11 if anyone speaks And I know we speak words all day long. But look what he says. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone minister, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Oh, there's the name again. To whom belong the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. He's saying speak in line with God's word because that's where you're going to get some demonstration that You're going to get some positive results. You got to keep your mouth in line with God's word because we're on a word planet. This whole planet is governed by words. We That's why he probably said in the beginning was the word. Well, I guess in the end is going to be the word too. You have to get your mouth in line and your thoughts in line with God, with the Holy Spirit. Again, I tell people, I, I talk to God all throughout the day. Because the spirit lives in me. I'm talking to him. But I'm talking to him about what he said in his word. And he loved. A good parent. A responsible parent. Loves to know that his kids. Have understood what he communicated to them. Especially about. They don't do this these days. But back in the day. Our parents used to go to work. And leave us at home. (laughs) And they would specifically tell us. For no reason. Remember everybody had house phones. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. And. We knew that because daddy and mom and them said, don't do that. And they would communicate and clarify that. And then they would ask us, okay, so what you going to do when we leave? We're not going to answer the phone. We're not going to answer the door and we're going to clean the house. (laughs) We're going to do what we're supposed to do. We're going to do our chores. Well, God says, remind me of what I said. Remind me of the covenant that I've given you. So he's basically saying, conversate with me. Let's have some fellowship, some dialogue. And, That's why the scripture says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. They they just want to feel God all day. Boy, you better get some word in you. You just want to, I just want to feel his presence. Ooh. Well, that's okay for a minute. But now the Bible says study to show yourself approved. So now you got to study. You got to know what the word of God says and talk to God about what he said. About his kingdom coming. His will being done here on earth as it is in heaven. Remind him, talk to him about what's reserved in heaven for you. Lord thank you that I'm an heir air with you In a joint air with Christ
1: Well see and then we actually have to believe that Live well, believe like it. we believe it Well the
2: scripture says in 2 Corinthians We believe therefore we speak Talking about We believe the word so, And here's the deal Whatever you believe in your heart in abundance Your mouth is going to let it out I tell right. people all the time I can tell what you believe just by listening to you I can tell if you believe the word Or you believe the world You believe right. the world yeah. or the word yeah, <laughs> You know Yeah, Because they're going to talk about it you get around somebody. That's we're on a word planet. We're gonna speak. We're gonna communicate. We're gonna talk. I can tell people about what people believe about the conversation. What's coming out of your mouth, especially about your current situation. We were talking about a brother the other the other day about a brother in Christ who we had to pray for, and we were talking about praying to increase his faith because we didn't believe he received. Well, and I asked Richard why you think that. He said, "Well, it's because what he said."
1: Right. <laughs> Right. See, there you go,
2: right there. I mean, how you know that? Well, what he said, he communicated it
1: to me. Right. And okay. So, so, and and you talk about words having power. If you don't believe that words have power, just go up and say something mean and nasty to somebody you don't know. Just like on the street and watch. Their to your reaction. wife. To your spouse. Say it to your spouse. Say it to anybody and see their reaction. You, you know can what? say something mean and you'll see a reaction. You say something nice, you'll see a reaction. And your words actually have power. I
2: believe it says this in Hebrews, by words, wars have started.
1: Well, James, he talks about the right. tongue. Uh, yeah, the tongue. That's it's in James. It's it yeah. a, <laughs> well, it a fire. Well, it's a fire
2: Well, because he, he had revelation that words are powerful. We have to get back to the power and having not only the power, but having value in our words. I don't let stuff come out of my mouth that I want to, don't want to come to pass in my life. And I had to learn that. Stuff like we used to say, boy, my feet are killing me. Now, you're wondering why you got gout. You've been saying your feet are killing you for 10 years. Guess what? You died of gout. Isn't that a foot disease? Or huh. one oh, for bad luck. I have no luck at all. You better stop saying that. It cost me an arm and a leg. You know, we say things to express ourselves, but because we haven't learned the value of words. I don't say, oh, I'm broke as a joke. I don't say stuff like that. I'm dying to go. Toe
1: up from the floor up. Yeah,
2: toe up from the floor up. You make me <laughs> sick. Tell your spouse that. You make me sit. guess what? Y'all arguing every time. Every time you, see it. No, you have to value your word. That's why he just said in the scripture, if anyone speak, let him speak as an oracle of God. Well, when God spoke in Genesis, he saw darkness. He called it something else. He didn't. He called it light. He said, well, let there be some light. His word is life. And that's what we're supposed to be speaking. Faith-filled, positive words. We're supposed to be in God's. God yeah, is positive. And, and the way
1: you see this, especially with people and their children, I can you remember things if you're as a parent you tell your kids you know you're not any good at math you'll never be any good at math you probably you know what I can almost guarantee you that kid'll never be any good at math because fate comes kids, by hearing your kids tell your kids you know you're 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 kind of homely like your mother you're homely like your dad you're homely like but, but, and the, and they start to but, to believe it but now here's
2: one that people really believe Richard when they when they go to the doctor and they get this evil report well well and, and they'll they'll ask you and want you to agree with it sign for the package well, don't this run in your family? Right. Well, no, I'm in a new family now. I'm in the family of God. That, that ran in the old family. Nothing but health and healing run in a new family. And they'll try to get you. Remember They'll give you this, this chart. And they'll tell you, well, you got this, that, and the other. And, and this here runs in your family. And he's ready for you to say, yeah. Because the scripture said, by your words, you'll be snared by your words.
1: Anger. People say, well, my dad had a bad temper, and I got, yeah, I got one, one too. Well, you better stop. no I got a kid forever. Well,
2: if you save, your daddy is God. He ain't got a bad temper. temperature. God has a good day all the
1: time. But, I mean, people say, my dad had a bad temper. I got a bad temper. I guess I'll just always have a bad temper. No, that's not the way that we gotta live Oh, you know, that's just the way it is in our family No, that's not the way it is If you're a
2: Christian, you're in the new family now You have to understand that We just read it, I'm an heir with God and a joint heir with Christ The scripture says over in Galatians If you be Christ, you be Abraham's seed And heirs according to the promise Uh oh there's heirs again in promise So you gotta realize Remember, do bread come with this? What comes with this? Being in this new family Healing, prosperity, wealth, health, all the things from heaven comes with this. Remember, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. On earth being us, we're God's most prized possession, people, human beings. Yes, he created everything else, but he says we're yeah. the apple of yeah. his eye.
1: And see, and then, and I guess that's something that we got to look to because we can look at people as the enemy. We can look at people as like, man, this world would be a great place if we didn't have people. No, we are at the other people in your life whether they're coworkers, whether they family members, whoever they are, the other people in the world are also the apple of God's eye. We're the crown jewel of his creation.
2: And that's why he says he desires that all men be saved. That just equates to people being redeemed, reconciled, and restored back to him through Jesus Christ. And you
1: say, man, that brother-in-law of, of mine, that can't stand God loves he, him. God loves him. He's the apple of God's eye. He's the, and, God wants him, it.
2: and God wants him to come into a saving relationship through Jesus Christ too. That's why he says, go, you preach the gospel to all creations. That's why he said you were the salt of the earth, the light of the world. And here's three characteristics about salt. First of all, salt's everywhere. Salt makes things taste good. He says, we're the salt of the earth. Salt makes things taste good. Salt's a preservative. Before we had refrigeration, they wrapped their meats in salt and it preserved. And another characteristic about salt, salt makes people thirsty. We sh- people should be thirsty for, for the Christ in us Remember Christ in us, the hope of glory People should be thirsty for that Everybody, because God desires that no man should perish But all may have eternal life That everybody, that's Mexicans, that's blacks, that's whites, that's Puerto Ricans That's Jewish people, that's Hindus That's Remember, people, we just said the creation, the apple of his eye He wants them all to have a relationship with the one and only true God And according to this Bible he says, I am I am the one and only true God. And Jesus said, no one comes to the Father except through the Son. Our job is to right. emulate and the Son. Know, Immolate while, the Son.
1: I will quote that scripture somebody and they go, man, that's pretty, that's like a demagogue. You're, you're saying that Jesus is the only way, and I say, I'm just quoting him. He's the one that said he was He said it. The I'm demagogue.
2: just standing in agreement with him. Right. He said I, it. I
1: just believe him. He said he was the one. I believe him. I believe it. I agree I, with I it. I didn't make it up. I just believe it. Uh, I'm just... Uh, yeah don't shoot the messenger but we're out of time
2: but we're definitely not out of faith and uh we just prayed as you go through this week that you would be mindful to walk by faith and not by sight